Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Right, well, we received a press release saying there was some embargoed, embargoed information coming out of Canterbury Rugby League. So we've gone straight to the source. We've gone to the Canterbury Rugby League CEO, Malcolm Hunt. He joins us now. Uh, Malcolm, welcome in. What's your big news? Oh, hi, Steffi, and hi to your listeners. Um, look, it's probably news that's been uh, we've been working on for the last nine months, Steph, and that is that we've... Um, we have signed into a partnership agreement with the NRL club, the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs, um, commencing or effective immediately. So um, really exciting for us, exciting for our clubs, um, players and coaches. Um, yeah, so that's that's our news today. So what's the benefit for your local rugby league players? What, what will they be excited about? Yeah, there's a number of things um, in terms of being um, having access to um, for our coaches, our coaching clinics, so supporting our coaches with their own development, but also in terms of um, the Bulldogs coming over here and running um, camp-like situations with identified athletes. Um, certainly, our, our players will will be more exposed now um, to the Bulldogs. They'll, they'll certainly be coming over more to watch to watch games, tournaments. Um, so, yeah, in terms of players, certainly more exposure. There'll be immersion opportunities um, on the other side of the ditch where selected players will have the opportunity to be immersed within camp-like environments as well. And I guess the other pieces, um, and, and, and a big part of the, the partnership, Staff is that um, Canterbury Bulldogs have a, have a, a history of, of their development and their, their deep in the roots of their, their player development. So whether that be Jersey Fleet, SG Ball, Harold Matthews, they've got teams in all those grades. So there'll be opportunities for our our players um, in, the, in those um, competitions as well. Straight away, I know the listeners are going to be, gosh, there's another opportunity for us to lose New Zealand rugby league players into Australian clubs. And it's sort of a, it's a transfer that um, I think rugby league fans would like to see stopped. But we've only got one professional team here in the one New Zealand Warriors um, with a squad of, I don't know how many, they've got 28, 30, something like that. We've got more than 30 good rugby league players in New Zealand. So is it just the fact that the the point of destination to play professional rugby league in New Zealand is quite limited? Yeah, I think so. And, uh, you know, we know, we know there's, a, there's a hot pot of youth, whether it be male or female, in New Zealand rugby league. And, and they're all looking for opportunities, right? And as you say, there is only, we've got one NRL team. Um, one NRL club in in New Zealand. So, um, I guess the other piece around this is that you know we're not looking for these kids to be just uprooted um, early on. Um, we know that NRL clubs like the youth to be to remain in New Zealand until they finish their schooling. So, we saw this as an opportunity in terms of how we can support Canterbury Bulldogs in the development of those those youth until they have to shift over the ditch if they need to. So we're not going to see 14-year-old 
uh, rugby league players in Christchurch uprooted, family gone over to the over to Sydney, put into a school and all that sort of thing. That I think you just said the focus is leave them here to finish their schooling and just tap into the resource that the Bulldogs have got. Yeah, most definitely. I think that's been the learning from many NRL clubs that you know. Uprooting kids um, at those ages is, is, is just hasn't worked. So we've got to look at a different way, and that's what we have had conversations with the Bulldogs for, as I say, the last nine months around how we can support them in terms of those those uh, youth being ready when they do go over there. And that's just not on the field; um, it's off the field as well. You know, knowing how to get around a transport system, knowing how to cook a meal. Mm. So there's a whole there's a whole range of areas in terms of um, rugby, but also life as well. Do opportunity doors open for our women rugby league players as well with this alliance with Canterbury-Bankstown? Oh, most definitely. And our conversations have always been around our male and females. Um, so they've got teams in the um, Tasha Cup at the moment with an aim of being in the, the women's NRL in the next one to two years. So, and, and once again, we believe we've got a, you know, we've got some really talented young females in the Canterbury region. Um, so they're, they're, they're a big part of this mix as well, Steph. What's the local league scene like down there, uh, Malcolm? We don't hear too much about it up in the North Island here. What, what's the club system? What's your participation numbers like? Yeah, look, um, really good question, Steph. Uh, obviously, our, our participation numbers like a lot of sports took a took a bit of a hit um, po- um, during COVID period. Uh, we're now, uh, we've just got our final report um, on last year a few weeks ago and our numbers are up to pre-COVID pre-COVID time, so that's really good for us. Um, we're up in our youth numbers, which is exciting. Um, we're, we've got to focus on our, our our senior men and women at the moment. There seems to be, there has been a bit of a drop-off here, and we're working through, you know, the reasons for that at the moment. But in terms of our, our juniors and our youth, the numbers are up, which is really exciting. We heard in recent weeks that Auckland Rugby League have established alliances with um, one club over in Australia, but it looks like it could turn into more. Uh, Do you see, and I know you're just Canterbury, but could you see other rugby league um, strongholds in New Zealand? I'm thinking like Wellington. Could could we see other alliances between New Zealand uh, provincial uh, rugby league setups setting up with the NRL, with other NRL clubs? I, I certainly think um, if, if the if the fit and the opportunity is right, um, Steph, I think it could be um, for us. It's it's really it's really been um, it's been how do we how do we leverage off the expertise of of a you know of a quality um, system? And we know the bulldogs are, and that, that's really what our rationale was in terms of ensuring our players and coaches have access to that. So I think if the if the fit is right um, and, you, you know, they understand the purpose of it, I think, I, I most certainly think so. Uh, we're talking to Malcolm Hun. He's the CEO of Canterbury Rugby League, just established an alliance with Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs. There's been, every couple of years it pops up, Malcolm, about a second NRL team in New Zealand um, and one of the favoured areas was yours if not the favoured area was yours have you worked hard at that is it is it too soon for you and I know this is a very um, loaded question but uh, does this alliance with Canterbury-Bankstown maybe bring that to fruition um, in the nearish future 
Yeah, look, that's uh, um, <laughs> that's a big question, right, Steph? Um, and look, we 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 haven't in, we have not entered into that discussion with them. We've certainly started the conversation with respect to you know them potentially playing games in Christchurch, you know, a, a game a year in the long term. But look, that, that that's another conversation. In terms of the, oh, I guess, another NRL team and. In New Zealand, yeah, there, look, there has been a lot of talk, and I know there's been a lot of social media hype. Um, you know, having come into my role 14 months ago, we, we've got a, a clear strategy in terms of where we want to get to. Um, we understand there's a significant cost around NRL clubs, so right now that's not where our focus is. Um, but that might be a, an independent that might have that focus. But our focus is on the local game here in Canterbury. Um, ensuring our our clubs and our players um, are well supported um, and we continue to grow the numbers. You've operated at a high level in a number of sports, Malcolm. What what does Canterbury Rugby League ideally look like to you in three or four years' time? Yeah, look, um, a big piece for us is, is that whoever's involved in the game um, can come into the game, they have an enjoyable experience, They it's a safe experience, um, and, and, and they leave the game whenever that is, saying that that game, that sport contributed to my life in some way or another, and that might be through job, it might be through um, making friends, but we just want people to really be able to look back on the game whenever they may leave it, if they leave it, and they can say, it was a really enjoyable experience. So we're doing quite a bit of work off the field as well, um, staff, in terms of support to our community in a different a number of different areas. Um, so, yeah, I guess with the other pieces around the women's game, we, we have some work to do in that area. We know there's a there's a catchment of, of young females. It's, you know, how do we ensure we are servicing that to their needs um, and, and that they enjoy it as well. So just just uh, in the next wee while, um, what are we going to see, do you think? What are, what are the Canterbury people going to see, Canterbury League people going to see, um, maybe for the remainder of this year or even into early next year? What What's some marked differences they might see? Yeah, through the do you mean through the Bulldogs yes, partnership yes, piece? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Look, um, the key thing we're we're looking to start off is around coaching because that's quite a um, they've already got an initiative they're they're developing for their own coaches, so we were able to leverage off that. So I think the initial piece will the coaches will be able to visibly see this partnership in action, um, I'd say over the next sort of six to eight weeks, Steph. Um, there's some other opportunities around um, camps and game situations, but we've we've just got a we've got a couple of weeks work to do on that piece to make sure it you know, to ensure if it's a reality or if it's a it's a next year thing. We're still working through some of that at the moment, Steph. But I think the coach piece will be the the visible thing we'll see initially. Have you had any discussions of this ilk with the Warriors in, in your 14 months there? Look, we had some really um, some really early conversations there, but you know, we recognise that you know, the Warriors were uprooted right and relocated for a year or two, and, um, and I think they're still putting their building blocks in place in terms of some of those lower grades and those development areas. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've certainly had some early conversations, but we felt in terms of timing, um, the fit might have been best for both the Warriors and ourselves um, 
with, with the Bulldogs at the stage, yeah. Yeah, and finally, um, the success or the the following that the Warriors have in 2023 under Andrew Webster, I just know mm. just sitting in this seat every day, conversations around rugby league have gone up 10 times, tenfold, um, just with their performance. And even though you don't have the relationship with the Warriors, it's with the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs, have you found that there are more conversations around rugby league in Christchurch and outlying Canterbury area just based on you know, sold-out games at the Warriors, huge viewing figures. Um, and I know that you've got rugby league at your heart. Is there an acknowledgement that the Warriors' success this year has helped you down in Christchurch? Oh, mate, I, I think so. And I actually, I just, I'll just come back. Um, we've got a relationship with the Warriors. Uh, we're just not in a partnership with them like the Bulldogs. So we just need to make that clear. We, do a, we have a good relationship with the Warriors. Um, we've certainly seen... Um, increased interest, and that's just around the traps. Um, we see a hell of a lot more Warriors jerseys around the traps as well. I've just been down to Omaru for a youth competition, and um, you know people were excited, and, and so they should be. And we saw in February just here in Christchurch when um, New Zealand Warriors played the Melbourne Storm. You know, it was a sold out crowd. You know, and that's it's just testament, I think, to to what the Warriors are doing in New Zealand rugby league. You grabbed your rugby league surfboard and got on the wave at the right time, I feel, Malcolm. Um, it's going from strength to strength at the moment, and this is pretty exciting for the Canterbury Rugby League community, this uh, this tie-up with Canterbury-Bankstown Rugby League. We wish you well. Uh, congratulations on getting this across the line. They're, they're a wonderfully resourced club, and I have no doubt that it's going to help the youth of rugby league in your region. Well done. Thank you, Steph. Really appreciate it. So there it was in its fullness. <laughs> um, interesting. I tell you what, during that chat, the text machines had a polar opposite reaction. Um, first one came in from Goose saying, Staff, this chat, actually call me, 0800 150 We'll get the lines open for your reaction to this. On the back of uh, Auckland Rugby League setting up something with Parramatta and these rumours that they're talking to, was it Parramatta or was it Manly? It was Parramatta. Um, but rumours about Manly and, and other teams as well and now the Bulldogs I know a lot of people are thinking they're getting their hooks into our talent, but our talent, as I mentioned um, in that chat to Malcolm, we've got one NRL team. That's the truth of the situation. There are arguments we should have too, and so we would have 60 NRL um, goals, contracts, goals. At the moment we've got 30. I don't know, it must be about 30 for the Warriors. And they're still getting their building blocks in place to, to getting all of the different age groups. Uh, they're apparently going to be re-entering NRLW as well, so they've got to look after their house initially. Um, Warriors have got nothing to do with the second NRL team as well. It's it's quite cloudy, and it's part of it for me, I don't know if it's a problem, but part of the landscape is there is the Warriors, there is New Zealand Rugby League, and then there's Auckland Rugby League, and that's just up here. And then you've got Canterbury Rugby League. Um, I think for Canterbury Rugby League, it's a good thing for, for, for the youngsters there because I just keep going back to there's only finite spots in, in the Warriors set up. We don't have a second NRL team. Um, and Malcolm just indicated sort of how hard it is to get the funding and the finance and the backing to have a full full-blown second NRL team. Um, from Goose, staff this deal 
shows the digging Phil Gould did at his time in New Zealand. He's now with the Bulldogs and building a juggernaut like he did at Penrith. And that's true. I mean, I would say, uh, as far as Phil Gould and the Bulldogs go, if they could find an Isaiah Papali'i, another Nelson Asafa Solomona coming out of Christchurch, um, experiment tick. Um, developing coaches, I think, is really, really important. Uh, it's become more important across all codes, and that's one of the areas that Canterbury Rugby League feel, you know, they can tap into the Bulldogs' resource. Now, I know the Bulldogs aren't having a great season, but it's cyclical. Penrith were awful for a long time. Now they're champions. They're, they're the benchmark. Who built that? Phil Gould. Um, James says, I was initially at uh, was initially excited and I was expecting Canterbury to announce a new NRL team. Then they announced the partnership with the Bulldogs. Complete BS. NRL are happy to pillage our New Zealand talent and support their comp and then have the uh, then have the gall to say New Zealand doesn't have the talent to support a second team. Kempi was right. New Zealand should have a second team before the Dolphins entered. And of course, running it straight, we will talk to Kempi about that right off the top, actually, right off the top, because he's a passionate man about supporting New Zealand Rugby League. I heard his thoughts on bringing origin to New Zealand. And I think I differ a bit from Kempi here. Um, he does wear his heart on, on his sleeve for New Zealand Rugby League. And he says, Origin should only come here if it benefits the local product. To me, am I cynical in saying that's that's like saying Ed Sheeran shouldn't play here unless it benefits the arts and the music industry of New Zealand. It's an entertainment model. It's like a concert. It's a rugby league concert for New Zealanders to be entertained. That's how I would view it. Um, but there's two ways you can look at it, neither right, neither wrong. Um, so, yeah, keen on your feedback. I am very conscious also with the rural roundup on at the moment. That is on the radio frequencies in Christchurch. So um, I would have liked to have held that back to one o'clock when Christchurch rejoins us uh, from Andy Thompson's uh, award-winning show now. Um, but as I say, we will replay edited clips, uh, poignant clips and comments uh, that the CEO, Malcolm Hum, uh, shared with us from Canterbury Rugby League. But the text line, which is the Temper Bedpost text machine, 8833, is welcome for your feedback. Um, after the news at 12.30, we'll stick with, stick with Rugby League for a little bit longer because I was listening to the Jimmy Smith show. Of course, Jimmy Smith joins us on uh, Mondays and Fridays at 2.45 Um and it used to be 3.45 for his Michael Maguire hour. He has the Kiwi coach, Michael Maguire, in studio, and we used to have a chat with Madge, but now we've gone, we're finishing at 3, not 4. We don't get that. So I, I usually listen to the Michael Maguire hour in my car on the way home, and I had some really, he's really interesting and a real student of the game, Michael Maguire. So we'll get some clips from that chat with Jimmy Smith after the news, and then after the Michael Maguire stuff, you're all waiting for it. Robinho's Wimbledon wrap. Um, we're at the pointy end of the tournament. Uh, Robert Kenny's going to win. Uh, that's my thoughts. I actually haven't caught up with any results overnight, so I'll be learning along with you. And at one o'clock, we'll have Fusi Fuanati, who is the head coach of the Wellington Pride Farah Palmer Cup team. Uh, three or four years he was at the Two Cyclones, and he really did turn that team around from the ground up with their academy Um an inspiring young woman, identifying young woman, and um, he's now with Wellington. 
I have no doubt he'll do the same down there. Uh, um, someone's just sent in Staffy. Interested in your thoughts on the partnership deal with, signed between the Canterbury Rugby League and the Canterbury Bulldogs? Sparky from Brisbane. We just played it out, Sparky. <laughs> we just played out the interview. I think from a Canterbury Rugby League point of view, I think it's a good thing. At the mo- it, It's better than what they've got. And what they've got is just being self-sufficient, um, battling away with their club, not having an NRL team, not having a direct pathway. They've probably got indirect pathways to the Warriors, which is our one NRL side. This opens up a door for, for me, coaching resource, talent identification. Yes, we'll probably lose rugby league players from um, Canterbury region to the Bulldogs, but we're doing it already. We've got so many good rugby, good oval ball exponents in New Zealand. Unless rugby grab them, there's one rugby league team here. There's always going to be New Zealanders in the NRL comp. You can't stop it. You just can't. There's there's just not enough contracts. So I think it's a good thing. Um, Sparky and Brizzy, thanks for joining in and thanks for texting us, double eight, double three.